Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to my gorgeous side. <gasps> or perhaps I'm going to have to change the name to just be just Rolly and Everardo sometimes. Plus Steph is the producer and no son. It is three weeks now since Andy left me in the lurch. Left me at the altar of fatherhood with no son to marry. Is that a clean metaphor, though? But it accurately describes... You know what? Fuck this. I'm not even sad anymore. I am P.O.'d and T.O.'d, baby. I'm pissed and ticked. Andy has betrayed me, and not only that, Andy has betrayed me in the worst way. I recently found something online... I was surfing the net. And you're probably thinking, oh, the light net, the uh, nice bright net, the colorful net, the dark net. The dark net where I purchased a VPN, as we call it in the biz. Very personal. And, and I put it on my computer and I hacked into the Halifax region of the internet. Uh, for anyone in Canada, we know that um, Halifax has its own geo-blocked internet signal. So any media made in Halifax regional municipality cannot be heard outside of Halifax unless you can hack it. And I hacked it, friends. And I found, lo and behold, a podcast coming from Halifax, which I was not pleased to hear. In fact, you could describe my face as stunned. If if I was the tragedy or comedy mask from theater, no, I would be a third mask. I would be the aghast mask. It was a podcast produced by my ex-wife Margie's new husband, Russell. And the name of that podcast, I won't bother saying, nor will I give you any more details about what it was or why it made me angry because the reason for my anger shall shortly become clear. Also, Everardo is currently in New York and I miss him. I don't have any son or son substitute at the moment, and I'm fucking pissed. And I painted, yes, I painted a face on my body pillow. And, and at night, I play act a scenario with it where it tells me it just had a scary dream and it wants to sleep with me, and then I act annoyed. I say, no, you're way too old for this. And then the body pillow begs me, and I finally go, ugh, just this once. And then I spoon it the way I spoon Andy for real until he gets a bit hard, and I tell him he's weird and kick him out. And if that's not father, I don't know what is. But I don't even know if I'm a father anymore. Stefan, roll the clip. Roll the whole damn episode from Halifax. Welcome to my gorgeous stepson. The podcast where I, Russell, the stepfather to honestly the most beautiful boy in the world. He's a man now. And his name is Andy Bush. And we host this together. Welcome, Andy. How are you? Oh, I am great, Russell. It's so good to have to be around and be in Halifax and be with people who actually appreciate me. Thank you so much. You got a lot of color in your cheeks today. You're looking well and you're looking healthy. I went for a little walk. Your mother and I are happy to see it. What'd you walk to? Oh, I just I just went around the neighborhood. It's so nice. There's no you know the gross Toronto air or anything like that. It's horrible Toronto pollution. Oh, horrible, horrible just pollution. Delicious Halifax pollution. Yeah, just streaming delicious. out of our candy mines. Yeah, it's. Great. Can- yep. Candy Mines. Halifax has candy mines. People yeah. who have, everyone knows that because this is only going to Halifax. So, yeah. Yeah. The Halifax saying, uh, here's a short riddle. What smells like Skittles? And it's the answer, as always, the candy mines. Churning it I out. Thought, I thought it would rhyme, but I guess, yeah, that doesn't. Just the question rhymes. Just the question rhymes. Yeah, a Halifax staple. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Andy, can I just say something? Yes, This of may course. be episode one, but I feel like we've been doing this all our lives, and we got a great rapport. Yeah, I feel like a real, there's a real connection here. Oh. Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's nice to just be away from my actual father, who is, is constantly trying to bathe me, and it's, it's infuriating. So. You said it, not me. You said it, not me. 
You know, your mother and I have been together for a few years now, Andy, and I gotta say, I feel more and more a connection between the two of us. Oh, well, thank you, Russell. So, uh, what have you done since you've been back at Halifax? It felt so good. You love doing it. Oh, I... What? Could you say that again like that? Exactly. Was the question not clear? No, it just sounded like you're... You sounded a little bit, like, almost sort of Austrian. What? Could you say it again? Oh, it's my maritime accent. It's coming through... Uh, oh, wait. Thick oh, in the neck. You, you sort of sound a little bit like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, my God. Thank, that's so nice of you to say. A Halifax staple. One of our golden sons. That's, Hel- wait. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is, is from Nova, Halifax, Nova Scotia. Halifax, Nova Scotia. All right. All right. I didn't a know that. A lot of people don't know. You don't I die. didn't know that. I thought, I thought he was from Austria. Yeah. But no. He's not. Okay. All right. No, he's from... Uh, that's why, have you ever seen the, you know, the film uh, Pumping Iron? Yes, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a popular, in the 70s, kind of kind of shot him to fame. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's like pumping all that iron. Mm-hmm. He is doing all and of then, that. And yeah. you know, he's going to try it out for his last Mr. Universe competition. Yeah. And then there's that famous cut scene uh-huh. where he goes, you know, when I'm at home, I feel like I'm coming. Yeah. You know, every time I lift weights, I feel like Very I'm popular coming. on the internet, yes, I've so seen it. a popular it. clip. If you haven't heard it, it's a lot of fun. Have you ever seen the extended clip of that? No. It's incredible. He says... When I'm lifting weights, I feel like I'm coming back home. Oh, Halifax, Nova Scotia is where I'm from. <laughs> and actually, he, he squeezes it into every one of his movies. You remember that scene in Total Recall where he his f- head explodes on Mars? Yep. He gets shot through the window. Yep, and his eyes pop out, and it's, very, it's, it's a famous scene. Yeah, Have you ever scene. seen the extended version of no, that scene? No, I haven't seen the extended version of that scene. What oh, it's see? crazy. It's right before his eyes pop out of his yeah. head. He goes, oh, I'm from Halifax, Nova Scotia. It's weird that he would let everyone know that he's from Halifax in his movies all the time. That seems kind of superfluous. But, hey, that's, that's interesting. And especially since he, he's, I mean, on the Wikipedia page, it says he's from... Austria. It's just I've never seen. You know, he's actually from the little Austria district of Halifax. Oh, there's. Oh, yes, of course, the little Austria district of Halifax. I forgot about that spot, which but, is the setting of our favorite, most famous movie, Big Trouble in Little Austria. Little Austria. Yeah, a Halifax staple. Yeah, we all know that. That's a that's a pretty crazy uh, where they have to save the world from a uh, Archduke. <laughs> it's who is? Yeah, they have to save him from being assassinated. Yeah, yeah, and starting World War. Three. And he's going to be assassinated by being shown too good of porno and coming himself empty. Yeah, that's that's all we know about Austria. Um, yeah, we, we, should, we should probably get back to what I was doing, what I've been doing here. So what's really nice being Vienna! Yeah, that's true. Mozart. Exa- you know, another one, Mozart. Who else was from there? Salieri. My favorite composer. Oh, Sally, I know. I My loved Amadeus. Composer. You know what I'm excited to see? Amadeus. They're actually playing Amadeus at the Sony... <gasps> Oh. What's wrong? I just thought of something. The Sony Center back in Toronto? Get that shit out of your mind right now. I'll fucking kill you. Whoa. I'm Whoa. so sorry. I'm so sorry. Russell, I'm so what sorry. was that? I'm so sorry. I don't know what came over me. I just wanted to tell you I love you and love having you here. Just a, like a vein popped out of, your, out of your forehead and you just really, really came out. Well, speaking of vein, you're so vain you probably think this... Podcast is about you, Rolly Bush, back in Toronto. But it's actually about my gorgeous boy, Andy. Cloud in my coffee? No. He's sunshine in my mug of tea. Thank you, Russell. That's so nice of you. I appreciate it. I've, I've really enjoyed this time in Halifax, and I'm actually catching up on a lot of movies. So oh, that's are. really nice. Yeah, I've been, I've been outside. I've been, I have not seen a lot of the um, movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, before you start talking about those movies, okay. I do want to hear about them. Let me introduce oh. our guest, a man, a young man, who I will say was not initially pleased that this podcast was geared towards me and my stepson when he is my own flesh and blood son. So please welcome our first guest. This is my son, Lorenzo. Hi, hey, hi. Lorenzo, welcome to my podcast. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Daddy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Lorenzo, you're looking chipper and cute as abundant always. And you look like Arnold himself, Dad. <gasps> Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your mouths. And you look so good. Oh, thank you, Lorenzo. Wow, we love having you here. So, Lorenzo, you're a film buff, Andy. We're about to, so, you know, pick it up where you left off here, Andy. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, I was just saying that I have been, I have not been up to speed on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's actually 22 movies out. Uh Uh-oh. And I'm way, I was way back, so. There's a lot of them. There's Ant-Man. 
Ant-Man and Wasp. Ant-Man and Wasp and Kramer versus Kramer and Predator. And yeah, Kramer. yeah, that one. Kramer versus Kramer where Ant-Man and Wasp have to deal, go through a very lengthy divorce process. And they... And the the only way to solve these problems is to get small. That's a real popular one. That was a, that was a deep cut in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Dustin Hoffman has never been smaller. So catch us up, Andy. Yeah, yeah, sure thing, Dad. I mean, I or step stepdad. Sorry. Oh my god. You know what, what? Did you call me? I kind of called you. Did you did it, Dad. He did it. Oh my gosh. I called you a dad. I'm. Someone's been reading my dream diary. Uh, it's me. It's not just me. Well, it seems to be both of you. This is uh, okay. I don't want to keep a dream this. diary. Yeah, it's it, a, a diary that not only documents the dreams I have for my future and my life, but also just is a recounting of my dreams. Some of which are fucked. I'm a banana. I'm getting sucked off by a monkey who I'm no could at any point eat me, but he's just sucking and sucking. He adds little things in the margins, too, about how he feels about it. And that one, there are check marks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, if you looked at it, you'd think, what is this, James Joyce's diary? What are these, the notes on Finnegan's wake? Wow, you really, uh, you you like to read a lot, apparently, as well, right? I've got a bachelor's in literature. Oh, that's fantastic. I was going to get a master's in literature, but I thought, F that, these clowns don't own me. So I just did another bachelor's in kinesiology. Super punk. Oh, kinesiology as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Familiar with the human body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could compare stretching to poems. Great. Uh, What a great combo. So talk to me of Marvel. Oh, yeah. Well, I I had not seen... Two, two movies. I had not seen Thor Ragnarok. Oh, you got to see God. Thor Ragnarok. I, Thor, I, I, I know. I just saw it last night, and, and it was it's great. I really liked that they completely changed uh, Thor's character. Did they? Yeah. He, he suddenly became, like, all plucky and uh, jokey because I guess they needed that. So, like, he used to be kind of like a super serious... In the other movies, he was just this really serious uh, guy, and then all of a sudden, he like, it just turned into, like... Swingers, like oh. I was watching Swingers yeah, with yeah. him and the Hulk. It was yeah. just like very weird. Ragnarok, like, baby. Yeah. yeah, it was like a buddy comedy. Yeah, we're going to Ragnarok. Yeah, and then it, it was your very- North, your Nordic money, baby. You're so uh, Norse, ancient Norse money, baby. My favorite scene is when Thor leaves all those consecutive voicemail messages on his ex's machine. Honestly, it would have probably fit in with the tone of the movie. Ron like, Livingston is there. Who? He's from like uh, Office Space, and he's the guy who plays golf in Swingers. Oh wow! <laughs> I've seen Swingers a lot of times. Yeah, I've not. I've only seen it once, and honestly, I I didn't think we'd go this deep into Swingers. But yeah, I like any movie where the climactic scene is two people swing dancing and learning they love each other. That's and it's a the, short list. That's actually the end of Swing Kids, too, I think. Oh, the end oh, of actually, Swing no. Kids is a man no. being carted off to a concentration oh, yeah, camp. Yeah, that is a, that's the middle of Swing Kids. There, yeah. yeah. The end, yeah. And then he's yelling, Swing Hail! Yeah. Swing Hail! Yeah. <laughs> that, that movie, they play fast and loose with the truth, and they really try to pull on your heartstrings. That movie was really remarkable for how... Um, it's not good, but you feel bad for criticizing it. I, I, I got shown that in history class. Me too. Yeah, did you? Yeah. Really? In history class, like I, I guess the teachers are like nervous and like this is what concentration camps were like. Like that's they showed me that as like a history lesson about World War Two. Oh, it yeah. wasn't a history lesson about swing music. No. It wasn't the swing part of history class? No, no they left a... out some crucial information about swing music. Like, for instance, they do not include any information about where zoot suits come from or the riots they inspired. That is very true. We have, a whole, did... we have a whole unit on it. Re- Lorenzo's still in high school. I'm still in high school. We're doing. We're in the middle of... Well, we've moved on to um, contemporary right now in history class, but we used to have uh, swing. What, what's, what's high school like now? Well, it seems they have a whole unit, yeah, a whole on, unit swing, on swing music, music and Just dancing. music? In history class, though. Yeah, because it's a very important part of important part. Oh, words are you falling apart on me, man? I'm sorry, Andy's here. I'm nervous. You know, I wanted this to work out for you. That's true. I read Lorenzo's dream diary, and his dream is to have a brother who's always there for you. You yeah. read each other's I have diaries. A, I have yeah. a dream where I'm a banana and I'm getting sucked off, but uh, it's not a monkey. It's just another. It's me. Last month, Lorenzo and I did an Inception retreat. Oh, that was fun. We went to a small uh, island off of Halifax Wolf Island, oh. and we Inceptioned each other back and forth for a while. 
Is there a wolf island off Halifax? Sure, man. Yeah, that's where it was. The island that's shaped like a wolf and it's run by a wolf. And but plus they do Inception I, stuff. I don't think there's. Is that a not wolf. right? There's. I mean, there's an Oak Island. You know the Oak Island myth. myth. It was the Oak Island myth. The Oak Island. You've never heard of the Oak Island myth? There's a show about it. I mean, I know what it is, but you tell me. The now. Oak. Okay, the Oak Island myth. It's about like the treasure is buried on Oak Island by maybe the Knights Templar. Maybe uh, it was buried in the 1700s, and it was found by like. Like this hole was found by a kid in the 1700s. He's like, "Whoa, what's this?" And they started digging, and they started. They found like a doubloon, and 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 then apparently everyone started getting obsessed with it, trying to dig, dig, dig. And there's these like, th- like there's traps and all of that stuff. And oh doing, yeah, yeah. These traps. Why they're, didn't we learn that in history class? Uh, they probably didn't dance at all. They, yeah, there was no dancing in it. Yeah, and if yeah. they did, they probably didn't have that swing. Okay, so what did you do on Wolf Island? You guys had well, a first we had to give a quick sacrifice to the wolf that runs Wolf Island, so he would let us move about on the. Fettered. Yeah, we had to give him um, our shoes just because he doesn't want us any artificial touch stuff touching Wolf Island. Yeah. Wow. And his, so he went, mmm, pumas, when he ate Lorenzo. Wait, so the wolf, the wolf speaks? Yeah. There's well, he speaking... runs an island. He's got to do, you can't just Is be this... a normal wolf. And actually, you when mean he an speaks, actual wolf, not, not like only... a guy dressed like a wolf? No, it's no. a real wolf. And not only does he speak, he sighs so heavily. Went yeah. before he speaks. He's exhausted. Because he's exhausted by the bureaucratic duties of running his own island. You can tell that he was more of a Che Guevara type, but he was forced into a Castro role. He was real comfortable taking over the island, but then when it, when it came down to the nitty gritty of running your own island, he was a bit, he was, it was not his, uh, it was not his preference. Halifax is a lot more fantastical and silly than I remember. Oh yeah, the Halifax is fucking nuts. It's changed. Yeah. It's changed a lot. It's really weird. Now, there's wolves running islands. And there's little Austria. There's Wolf Island run yeah. by wolves. Mm-hmm. I think it's all the uh, exhaust from the candy mines. They just make everybody so happy and so. Oh my god, I love going I into love the candy sniffing? mines, sniffing, then blacking out, and coming to a week later and finding out what I did. We still haven't gotten to the Infinity War. Okay, no, catch that's up. The thing. Can I just act? Yeah, because Thor Ragnarok was all right. I watched that and I'm like. Okay, uh, Thor's funny. Hulk's a bit of a goof. Got that now. That's cool. Um, Loki's back. He was bad, but now he's good. That's normal. That's fine. And at the very end, uh, spoiler alert, turn it off if you haven't seen this yet. At the very end, they, they spent a whole movie setting this whole thing up and saving all of Ragnarok and all the people. They're like, oh, it looks like everything's going to be just fine. And then the shadow comes over them and then oh, it cuts no. to black. And you're like, what the fuck? And then the opening... Of Infinity War is literally just undo the entire movie of Ragnarok. They're like everyone's dead. Like Thanos shows up on this in the ship with a runner, or and they kill everyone. That's the beginning. That's the beginning. And Thor's dead. And then Thor's Thor, dead. Thor. Well, you think he's dead? Hulk's and a Loki. Goof? Hulk is. Hulk is. Well, no, he's not a goof anymore. Oh no. That's the thing about it too. They, like then they go back. Thor is not. Thor is kind of funny, but Hulk is gone. He's not a goof anymore. That's what you get for casting Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk and giving up on America's foremost comedic actor, Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Edward Norton, Edward Norton should not have been the Hulk. He was, he was not a good Hulk. My favorite scene in Edward Norton's The Hulk is when he curb stomps that guy. I didn't, that guy? I didn't, I didn't like him when he was angry. <laughs> I like him when he curb stomps the guy and then goes to the jail as the Hulk. And then when he gets out, he tries to change. Can I can I ask you a question just real quick? Russell? Yeah. How like how did you meet my mother? We actually haven't not spoken. Are you about asking her. me how I met your mother? Tell him, tell him, tell him. Yeah. Oh my god, this sounds like it's gonna be one of the storylines from Halifax's foremost sitcom. How I now for me to tell you how did I meet your mother. The, wait, can you give me that title again? Now for me to tell you how did I meet your mother. Oh, I love that show. I've never seen that sitcom is that another starring halifax's answer to neil patrick harris peel hatrick harris of course a banana peel who only scores three goals at a time in hockey games hatrick his real name is harris he's an heiress (laughs) he's an heiress he's an heiress to the acting throne of neil patrick harris (laughs) and he's so so honestly though dad or Oh my god, three uh, times. Talk about the hat trick. Wow. Talk about the hat trick. Throw hat- your hats on the ice, I'm your dad now. How did you meet my mother? Like, how did this happen? Are you asking me to tell you how did I meet your mother? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm asking. Next, you're going to be asking me how did I 
I meet the bee in apartment 23. <laughs> what was that show about before we get it? What was that show? I think it was a sequel to Bee Movie. No, it wasn't. What it was like, it was like, don't trust the bee in apartment 23 or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. And then they just shortened it to like, don't trust the bee. And then they just shortened it to bee. What? Is that real? (laughs) But they did shorten it. Then they shortened it to M, and then Fritz Lang made it into a movie. (laughs) So here's the story of how did I meet your mother. Yes, please. Um, I met her at the uh, Health and Wealth Expo. Oh, the hell, the famous Halifax Health and Wealth Expo. You learn how to get healthy, you learn how to get wealthy. It's the Expo. You're singing the song, too? Sing the whole song. Here's a little story from A to Z about a man like me getting healthy and wealthy. We're about to tell you about all of that. And I'll tell you, not in song, but in a nice rap. It's going to go down like uh, every day. Fuck you, man. I got something to say. Health, wealth, that's the answer. Don't tell me. Just ask uh, this dancer. who uh, He's doing the dance. So healthy. Jesus. No, that's part of it. That's part of it. I'm getting so wealthy. A ching, 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 and a move, move, move. That's the way that I go to groove. Don't ask me about my stuff. I'm going to get so buff. Mm. Ah, ah. 10 and really? 20, 30 pounds. Mm. Ah, ah. Check me out in the lost and found. That's the end of it? Just that's, check me out in the lost and found? That's the rap part. And then the whole the chorus goes... You're getting healthier so wealthy today. Got something to say. I am healthy and wealthy. You gotta ask me. I got something for you. I got something to do. Let's get wealthy. I love it. Sounds very. It sounds like Bruce Springsteen singing some pop with some rap in there. It's a. That's a. That's a real. He uh, hosts it. Yeah. What? The, the the vibe of that song is, and the song literally is, Bruce Springsteen being held hostage, forced to do something that makes him uncomfortable. And he has to go to the bathroom also at that time. And the whole Health House Expo is Bruce Springsteen uh, giving opening statements, but he keeps glancing a bit to the side of the stage. And if you follow his glance, there's a gun clearly poking out from between the curtains. And you just see a bead of sweat rolling down Bruce's face. So why did they have to get Bruce Springsteen to host a health and wellness now Think of a healthier, wealthier person than, than Bruce Springsteen. Bingo jackpot, Lorenzo. <laughs> well said. I guess so. I guess Bruce Springsteen is probably the most healthy and wealthy person you could think of to come to Halifax. I mean, they kidnapped him. Like, okay, it, it, it's such a tradition now that when he looks over at the gun, everybody cheers. Okay, wait, hold on. It's a, it's a tradition? So they kidnap him annually? Yeah. yeah. They, they just, they kidnap him. Doesn't he call the authorities? Well, or not anything? anymore. No, he's... no, they always surprise him. Because at the end, they always, there's this huge, big celebration. They hug. They pay him a ton of money. And they tell him, Thank you, Bruce Springsteen. That's the last time we'll do this. And Bruce Springsteen being a very trusting man. He believes it. He believes it every time. Yeah. And then they always kidnap him in a new way. Sometimes they get him at the airport. One time they infiltrated his house as a couch. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, they air. And they also air the video of him being held uh, captured. And he's forced to watch it in front of everyone. There's actually the only weird thing about the Health and Wealth Expo is that the gunman bothers to hide it all. Because we all know what's going on. Like, he doesn't need to hide behind the curtain. He can stand out in the open. We know what it is. But it's a, at this point, it's a bit of mystique, you know, because it's like, who's the gunman, right? Oh, who's yeah. behind that gun? That's we don't true. Know. We have a big raffle to try and decide who's the gunman. I swear it's Terry. I swear. Every time you think it's Terry, it's, and you're always wrong. <laughs> Terry, every time. You're always wrong. So the gunman that. switches. It's like an honor to be the gunman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. There's, a, there's an annual, you get, uh, yeah, you have to submit and write a short essay on why you deserve to be the gunman. And like everyone in Halifax writes it. And only one person gets picked and it's an anonymous board, like the people who choose the Criterion Collection movies. Oh, I didn't know that. You don't know who they are. Well, I didn't know it was anonymous. I thought it was just a, a bunch of just, you know, fuddy duddies. Fuddy duddies. Fuddy duddies give that honor to Armageddon and The Rock. That's not true. Is Armageddon in the Criterion Collection? You better believe it, baby. Are you fucking kidding? Really? No, you better believe it, baby. I gotta baby. look that up. That's in the... Why? I would never pull your leg. I'll why never pull Why is Armageddon your leg. in the... Uh... That's... And then it raises that question. And then we all talk about it. And we think, boy, those are Criterion folks aren't so bad. You know, they, they like a good old American flick like me. It really is. Jesus Christ. 
That's so weird. Yeah, that's how they get you. Just when you think you know these are criterion folks, they they throw a curveball at you. Oh my god! And the picture is just so serious. It has that like serious font, Criterion Collection. <laughs> Again, you'd think oh, that yeah. it's like some incredibly powerful, important film. Oh god! And that yeah. Michael Bay, he must have paid them off. Something Criterion doesn't need money. Okay, I don't mean to insult Michael Bay. There's nothing wrong with him. So you, I mean, there probably is so much wrong with him. Yeah. Let's not deny that. Uh, you know, okay, can we just put a pin in that for one second? Because you still have not told me. Oh, is this like the actual series, How I Met Your Mother? And we're, I'm just never going to find out. You're going to just keep just differing off in a different... Twelve seasons, baby! Yeah, it was a lot of seasons. If you think you're going to find out how I did I meet your mother without ha- at least a handful of quips from Peel Hattrick Eris, you're nuts. All right. All He's right. going to weigh in a bit. That's fair. That's completely fair. So why don't you tell me the long story? But I did tell you a bit. We met at the Health and Wealth Expo. Yeah, I know. Okay, you gave me a little bit of a taste, but I mean, I don't know why were you both there. What well, was... that's a good question. I was at the behest of Lorenzo. At the what? The behest. Yep. Lorenzo the... wanted me there. I wanted him there. I, I, can't, I can't go. To, I have a, okay, it's stupid, but I have a, 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 a fear of crowds, and I needed, uh, I needed my dad at the Health and Wealth Expo. That's what I love about Lorenzo. He's... Were you sick at the time or something like that? Or... What do you mean? Oh, for the health. Most people go for the wealth. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, health comes first. I just, okay, so wealth. You wanted the wealth. I was, I was there. I was 11. I said, I need to be an entrepreneur, and this is, seems to be the only way I can do it in Halifax. Mm, That's interesting. Right. Yeah. But the crowds. Yeah, Lorenzo oh, got scared. I got scared of the crowds. He wet himself, and then I wet myself to make it look fine, like Billy Madison style. Yeah. And then the bus driver said, if wetting yourself is cool, then I'm Miles Davis, and we all laughed. Yeah, everyone on the, on the bus was a big... Big Adam Sandler fan. So oh, yeah. that went over well. We sang the Hanukkah song. We sang. <laughs> Hellfest we watched, seems like a we real watched, fun, cool place where people are just down to do shit. We watched Rain Over Me. You watched? And right, everyone the... laughed and laughed and laughed oh, on the yeah, bus. Oh, yeah. We watched Mr. Deeds. On the bus? How, how long was this bus ride to the health and wellness? Like, well, they, they drive you in circles. It all starts on the bus. The whole thing starts on the bus, oh, right? It's a, th- it's, a, it's a whole thing. Well, it's kind of like you pick everybody up around Halifax that wants to go, and you just drive around for a bit watching Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, and then they also feed in carbon monoxide, so you slowly get sick. And oh, then it feels kind of good, though. The whole theme of it is, wouldn't you like to be healthier than right now and wealthy enough to not have to ride the bus? And then the doors open, and you see... Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> yeah, you see Bruce Springsteen. You see the sweat trickling down his face. You see a gun in the distance. But you don't know who's holding it. And it's all just a myth. And you jump off the bus drowsy and groggy. And you say, today's my day to get healthy, wealthy. And I'm here for it. You get to shake Bruce Springsteen's hand. He whispers his plea for you to help him into your ear. His you annual plea. His annual plea. But you ignore it. You ignore it. That's one of the most fun yeah, parts. That's the cool. annual ignoring of Bruce Springsteen is honestly my favorite tradition. From the this seems less like learning how to get healthy and wealthy and more just like a horrible way to just torture Bruce Springsteen. That's part day. of it, but he's got a good life. He can't suffer for a few days a year. Be honest, if you had no money, what's, who would you rather see get tortured? Not Bruce Springsteen. That man is like he, he's he's a blue he's it's a not, champion of the blue collar worker. Because part of the message of the Health and Wealth Expo is sometimes you got to climb over nice people to get to the top. If you want to be healthy, if you want to be wealthy, you got to climb over those that are both. Yeah, you got to create a pile, a human pile. That's the theme of the biggest all annual lecture series, which is how to make a human pile. Anyway, so uh, that is a little piece of how did I. You, I will tell you. You how still have I literally not said a fucking word about how you met my mother. Your mother was at the Healthy and Wealthy Expo. Yeah, that's it. But what else have you like? Where, how did you meet? She was there. That's she was it. There. That's, she that's ran the Jugo got. Juice that's, that's, stand. Okay, all right. There's something there. She she ran the Jugo Juice stand. Yeah. She never told me this either. Okay, because like last time I knew she worked for a bank, but uh, I guess she left the bank and to work a Jugo Juice stand. And you and she, she, you, she was just trying to her. scrape a couple extra coins together. Yeah, okay. she was saving up to, and I'm not supposed to mention this, but help her son out on his move to Toronto because oh, he was struggling. And that was you, Andy. That's interesting. That's so nice. I, she I mean, said his she... career's her, the word she used was flatlined. That was a tough time in my life, but I have since pulled myself out. 
because I am now I have I'm now working on a television show, like a yeah, Canadian you look good. You look great. television show. That's right. You're working on the new Canadian television show, and a Canadian show called Cavendish. I've heard from some friends in Prince Edward Island who have seen your show that it's untrue and bad. Yeah, the people in Prince Edward Island, or some of them anyway, some people love it, but there are some very vocal de- uh, detractors. There's some very vocal critics, I'll say. Um, Let me tell you, if you want to make a show about PEI, there's one thing you got to remember. It's got to be documentary-level realism about the nuances of how municipalities are run I and the people therein. I should explain a little bit what the, sh- the show is essentially two brothers coming back to their hometown of Cavendish in Prince Edward Island. And I'm realizing, on board. Yeah, okay, and, okay. And realizing that the town that they grew up in till they were since till they were eight years old it, the town they grew up in is a little bit different and a little bit weirder they re, than they remember first so. misstep yeah You're i feel like make... it it should be it's the same and and normal and nothing goes wrong yeah the show should be about two brothers who already live in cavendish and know they, how everything works and they know how everything works and everyone they meet is normal and very nice uh and they do their jobs well but the thing, well, the the thing is, the, the, in the show, we're not mean to anyone in Cavendish. The, the people, the people in Cavendish aren't mean, and the people in real Cavendish definitely aren't mean. Yeah. I think that I think the problem is they just they they just expected something and got something else. That's right. Can I, I, can get I read that. maybe I get one that. of the reviews? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll yeah. just quickly read one. Um, as an islander and a resident of Cavendish, I find this show to be not only completely ridiculous but insulting. Yeah. The residents of Cavendish look like uneducated fools, which is not true. We did not play them as such. End of footnote. Go back to the review. Yeah, yeah. Okay, of course. A mythical beast that comes out once a year to steal people? Seriously? And the whole town goes out to hunt the beast like the townsfolk in Disney's Beauty and the Beast? Great seed. I am at a loss for words. How about just a touch of research about the area? To be fair, I just got to say, I spent all of my summers in Cavendish. I loved it. I think you gave this reviewer the vapors. I think they had to lie down on their day couch after you, their day bed. After you th- watching this show, a loss for words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ooh. Um, there are no caves for the beast to hide in. Okay. That's okay. our well, huge You got to think about that. Yeah. Enough. And the big one, the big one here, which is we, 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 we've been hearing a lot of, um, we have no deer on the island. At one point, a hunter says, I've hunted deer. But, yeah. but there are no deer, it sounds There's like. There's no deer. So that's a huge misstep. And you fucked up bad. And let me tell you something. When the people of New York first watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the big screen, I know this, I remember this well. The predominant review was, yes, finally. Turtles that are the size, shape, age, and with the skill level and mutation percentage of the turtles that we have seen in our own New York sewers. And that kind of attention to detail is important. Besides which, those same New York people, I remember their review... A couple years earlier, I remember them saying, yes, finally someone who's captured the problem and humor of the ghosts that haunt our city and the ragtag men who bust them as freelance. So, in other words, it's important to get those details right, and the greats do it, and you clearly have not. But yeah. that doesn't mean your show's not fun. No, it's a very fun show, but but you're right. We did make some mistakes, and, and uh, you know, I feel I hope... That most people enjoy it, but uh, there are some vocal uh, critics. I sure. like that uh, they're mad about the beast that you, that you've created a beast, but they they're almost madder that you created a cave for it to hide in. <laughs> Do you want to know what I was doing at the Health and Wealthy Expo? No. What, 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 I mean, Besides escorting my yeah, I mean, my boy, you're going to tell me about how you met. My mother, right? Well, I told you. She was working at the Jugo that, Juice. There's more to that, though. Anyway, fine. There's more to that? What I, well, else you do you want to know? We just literally met her. That's it? Like, there's no... Well, I was actually there because I went up to the Jugo Juice stand because I'd actually done some work for Jugo Juice. Uh, oh, really? And so I wanted to say hi, shake some heads, say thank you for the contract. And okay. uh, yeah, I'd written some jingles for them. Oh, so you wanted to tell my mother, who just probably was just hired by Jugo Juice, you wanted to thank her? And she, was- she was sort of the face there at the time when okay. we got to talk, and then she Fair liked enough. my jingles. Would you like to hear my jingles that I wrote for Jugo Juice? I would love to, Russell. I remember these were six years ago, so don't judge me too harshly. The political climate was different. Okay, sure. Okay, what's that mean? Go ahead. <laughs> I think I'm going to find out myself. So there was one when Jugo Juice was getting into making sandwiches in addition to juice. 
Okay. And that was the big thing that they wanted to focus on. So they had this jingle that went, Jugo juice, you probably know us for our juices, but we got another thing for you. Yeah, it's sandwiches, two pieces of bread. You can order one with that juice. Eat it down, drink it down, sandwiches with some juice. That's the promise of Jugo juice. Anything that you want between bread sandwiches, and you can always get a Jugo juice. Jugo juice. But again, you have to remember the political climate was way different back yeah, then. So you could say yeah, that yeah. stuff back then. Uh, all right. That's, I, I mean, I didn't really see anything completely. Like, really you didn't bad hear bad. the objectionable moments? Wow. wow. I mean, it's, it's, to me, it's just, well. It We've just come a long like, way over here, baby. I, you, you can't what? say that kind of stuff. You can't here. just say you can get sandwiches with juice. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> Zoe, Andy, Zoe Kravitz. That's a 2011. Hard way to say. Yeah, come on, man. What's okay. this early YouTube? You can't just launch into that crap. I just, I don't understand. So you, okay, so you can say juice. Yeah. You can say sandwiches. Sure. Yeah. You can't say sandwiches with juice. Oh, oh mamma mia. Mamma wow. mia. Okay. Do you want to hear another one? Yes, I wrote? please. Okay. This is when Jugo Juice was pivoting away from sandwiches because it wasn't working. Uh-huh. Sure. Oh, no, we made a mistake. We shouldn't have done that thing with bread. Oh, no, what do we do? Nobody wanted our sandwiches. You wanted our juice, but we didn't have space to keep all the juice that you wanted. Because we had shelf space for the bread and ingredients for sandwiches. And now we feel haunted by the past choices we made. Choices we came to regret. It's the sandwich mistake. Oh, the past. Is full of the errors that we made when we tried to do things you would like, but you didn't want sandwiches. You just wanted our juice. Sorry for using this colorful language. It's 2013. Times have changed. We hope you love us for what we do well. We're the juice people. Come on in, guys. Uh, there's a couple of things I want to unpack there. Yeah, you can unpack them. Okay, first off, um, the, the whole thing is just an uh, is an apology for selling sandwiches. They're not really even selling anything else. They're just saying sorry. Well, yes, but it's promoting the fact that they don't sell sandwiches. Yeah, anymore. so you can feel free to come back in and not get grossed out by what were, in hindsight, really bad sandwiches that took up a lot of space and stank up every store and made the juice taste worse. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. Fair. Let's put that away. The second thing Plus, is... do you know I, that... Go on. Oh, no, no. Well, I'm just saying I don't... I, again, I didn't hear any offensive part of that. That's just... Oh, you don't know? You didn't hear it? That was the uncensored version. It was just apologizing for sandwiches and juice again. So, like, I don't... And he said it was a different time. So that's confusing as well because it said it's a different time. It's 2013. So it's referencing that it's 2013. Yeah. And it's also a different time. Yeah. So it was well, referring back to 2011. Oh, it was referring to 2011. Started. So it's apologizing for, this, for the sandwiches. Not only for the sandwiches being bad, but also for the uh, phrases that were used to promote that combination of things. You have to understand that. But you're still using the same phrases in 2013. Yeah, but people were feeling dicey about them. So we wanted to be clear, but also apologize. Okay. Okay. Good. I, okay, it all makes sense now. And then there was a third jingle I made for Jugo Juice. They had released the first two jingles. Mm-hmm. And, so, and then their marketing strategy was, we're just juice now. Don't worry about those sandwiches anymore. But still, customers had not started coming back. And they were starting to get pissed off. So they hired me to write a jingle that was frankly aggressive. All right. And it blamed the customers for a lot of things that maybe Jugo Juice executives in hindsight should have taken on the chin. All right, so let me hear it. Okay. What? What? You're too good for a juice. Fuck you, I'll kill you. You're too good for my juice, my juice, my juice. I am Jugo. Oh, because of before with the sandwiches. Oh, you're too good to forgive me. Oh, Christ forgave everyone and he was Christ. Have I heard of him? Forgive us and buy our juice. Fuck you, man. Come on, we're trying our best and our juice is delicious. If... You buy Orange Julius. We will 
Firebomb your house! If you walk past our store and give any side eye, we will kill you! We're the ones who run that contest where we kidnap Bruce Springsteen and we have, yes, possession of the one gun in town and we'll use it on you if we choose. Now let's get real, oh man. God. Let's get real, man. This isn't a song anymore. We've got a gun. We got a gun in your house and we're holding it to all your friends and kids. And then the jingle would break down. Oh, okay, that's it? That was just... It would break down oh, break into down. Like industrial sounds and uh-huh. then the sound of like a child screaming. Yeah. And then there would be text on the screen that said, every day one child is killed by us, the executives of Juco Juice. Because of you, man. You yeah. did it. That's pretty hardcore there, Russell. Um, yeah. And uh, the... The response was, I mean, did people actually go to Jugo Juice? I don't know. It sort of ebbed and flowed over the years. What the company came to realize that nothing was overly offensive in what they had said. But maybe they had assumed it was. But we still kind of think it is. It was a different time, you know? It was a different time. It's a different time. Sandwich and juice. Oh, oh, mamma mia. (laughs) I can't stop. Okay, you guys are both actually starting to get on my nerves. What's wrong? We're so happy to have you. I know, and I appreciate it. But, like, I just, I'm just, there's, yes, it's just. What's wrong? I don't know. I'm just starting to, I'm starting to wonder. What do you mean? I'm just starting to wonder if my. My trip home was nice. It was nice, but it's just, I don't know. I'm just starting to. I'm kind of maybe. Andy, I'm going to politely. I just want to say, and then let me just politely ask you to rethink where you're going with this. I'm just saying, I kind of miss. I kind of miss my dad. God. Oh God! Oh, Andy, dad. I asked you to reconsider. Dad, not don't do this. I Wait. gave you fair warning. Jesus, where did you get that? I got this because I submitted to be the Bruce Springsteen hostage holder. Did you get year. it? I got. Oh it. my God, but Dad! Don't tell anyone because that's part of the thing. Yes, Dad. Listen, I just said that I'm kind of missing my dad a bit and the rapport that we had. Yeah, I, and I am telling you to rethink this. Now, your mother loves having you here. I love having you here. And Lorenzo... I'm already doing better in school. You are such a great help to Lorenzo's studies. Lorenzo, I appreciate that. It's just, I can't... I, this, was, this was never going to be permanent. I just need a little time away. And I started a podcast for you. My gorgeous stepson. Featuring Russell and Andy, plus I, occasionally Lorenzo and a rotating cast of guests. Why can't it just be you and Lorenzo? He's your real son. I thought you knew that I'm... I've already gotten a ticket. I'm, I'm, I am What? Home. Tear it the fuck up and sell it at cost. I can't... That's not how tickets work anymore. Refund. It's an email. I work for the airline. You can get one. Which airline did you get it with? Air Canada. <gasps> Shoot, I don't work for that airline. Yeah, no. I, I work for Air North Korea. <laughs> A lot has That's changed. why he's home a lot. Honestly, the thing is, a lot has changed in Halifax. It's really nice. It's nice to, and I love it. It's just I, I, I kind of miss like Toronto, and I kind of miss my dad. You miss your dad crapping on you oh all the time. God. You miss living in your sub basement panic room box. You really miss all of that. I uh, no, it's not that I just. It's it's just that I feel like maybe if I go back, I feel I have a certain amount of, amount of confidence, and I want to appreciate. I, I I thank you and Lorenzo and my mom for all of that. Just put the gun down for a second, Dad. You're just no. like pointing. It's close, so close to my like. You're you call me dad again? Don't you think that matters? Don't you think it matters? You call me dad four times. You know what four times is in a hockey? It's better than a hat trick. It's a plus one on a hat trick. No matter how many times I call you dad, you're not going to be my real dad. You're you're a great guy, and and your kid is. I feel okay, just you're like, great too, but I feel just like Arnold Schwarzenegger must have felt in that scene in Jingle All the Way, Halifax. No, no movie, Dad, don't say that. When he couldn't find the toy for his kid. Oh my god. Plus Phil Hartman was gonna do it with his life. And Sinbad got the toy. And Arnold sits down on the curb and tears flow down his face and he goes, I didn't get the toy. I'm from Halifax. Why can't you have a podcast with your gorgeous son, Lorenzo? I've never thought about it. Me neither. What, I, why would you both not? You read each other's diaries. I guess it's you just have weird cyclical dreams about oral sex. I mean, that's, that's something. Is that what the no fatherhood is? Would, no, no, no one would listen to really. that. You should work that through in the podcast, maybe. The podcast could bring us together. Yes. I guess it's just 
Lorenzo and I have always felt closest when you're around, Andy. I think I just helped facilitate that, and I have to go. Because you know what, Russell? And Lorenzo, you have made me realize that maybe I'd, I have some unfinished business with Roly. And maybe I should go back, and maybe I should do something about it. Promise me one thing, Andy. Yeah. When you see Roly, uh, you murder him. I'm not going to promise. And then come back here. I'm not going to promise that. Just promise me that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to promise that, Russell. Just one small promise, Russell. I can't. I guess. I guess we just have to start from scratch on this one, Lorenzo. I don't even know what we'd talk about if it wasn't about Andy, my stepbrother. What kind of things are you would do? Um, I don't know. Uh, sailing and um. I like sailing. Cross stitching. I love cross stitching. Do you? I didn't know you were into sailing and cross stitching. I'm part of a sailing and cross stitching team. Me too. <gasps> what? Which one? The SS. Sew it while we go it. Oh my god, I'm a junior member. I can't believe we haven't seen each other. Oh my god, you must be below deck. I, I work below deck. I, I have to start there. But I'm. They said I'm going to move to the surface soon. I'm up on the surface yeah. on deck. Do you think we could swab together? I would love to swab with you love- while we also cross stitch. Guys, I am. I mean, that's fantastic. I'm just a little bit confused. Just for one second, you guys are on a uh, cross sailing. It's like it's sailing. like it's like when you go through the water and the, the wind hits the mast. I know what sailing oh, is. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, a boat. That, but, it's called the sailboat. No, no, I get it. But you it's got like nice. You said you're regatta. A, yeah, but you said you were on a cross stitching team. There's waves. You know, the ocean kind of but takes. But cross stitching team. The wind pushes. And there's the sails. also sailing. And then you usually write the name of the boat on the side of it. Yeah. And you christen it with, um, I'm not allowed champagne, so we did grape juice. Have we answered the part that you don't understand? No, not at all. But honestly, I think you're perfect for each other. And I think this podcast is going to be fine. Oh, Just fine. Me too. Okay. Maybe I'll change it into my gorgeous stepson's stepbrother. Oh, my God. Lorenzo. <laughs> I mean, there's an easier... Never mind. It's fine. That's good. That's a good one. I feel just like Arnold Schwarzenegger in my favorite movie of his... End of days, when Gabriel Byrne says, I'm going to take you to hell. And Arnold Schwarzenegger says, no way. I'm going back where I'm from. Halifax. Honestly, I have n- I've not heard him say any of those things. It's all it's extended a, versions. Right? Extended, only watch extended, extended versions. Mm-hmm. You only watch extended versions. Yeah. Like 40-year-old version. That was so much better as the extended version. Oh, yeah. The 40-year-old version, 40-hour version. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I loved it. Nothing says great comedy like just lengthy, lengthy scenes. Judd Apatow is my favorite filmmaker because he really knows how to turn a minute-long scene into a 15-minute scene. Yeah, whenever I watch his stuff, I'm all like, this needs more alts. I need more alts from Judd Apatow. My favorite Judd Apatow quote is, brevity is the soul of boring. Let's stretch it out. He really is the alt comedian of our time. And by alt, I mean alts. Alts, yeah. Alternative just takes. Like, you look like blank. That's just pretty much... Oh, I guess that's Deadpool. <laughs> that's that? also Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool truly worshipped at the altar of Judd Apatow. Yeah. <laughs> but the nice thing is you just got to remember that if someone looks like one thing and it's funny, you can also always save 12 more things. <laughs> and then the audience, the audience Ex- does not get tired. Oh, yeah. They don't get tired. It's exponentially more funny. They get to pick which punchline they like to pass. Yeah, it's like and a choose your adventure. Yeah. Afterwards, they can all go outside and, and remember together and then vote on which was the best of the 12 and then submit that answer to Judd Apatow and he'll cut it down eventually. In 10 years, we're going to get a real tight, tight movie. Every Judd Apatow movie is secretly, if you cut out all those takes, four minutes long. <laughs> It's fun. It's man. just web shorts. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's nuts. I love him. I do too. I think he's great. I love that the G- Gary Shanley documentary was sort of also just about him. <laughs> I've never seen that. What? what? It's good. You know, you see a lot of stuff about Gary Shanley and you're like, awesome. And then a lot of stuff about how Judd Apatow feels. <laughs> and you're kind of like, okay. I guess this is part of it also. Yeah, I saw a stand-up and it was just kind of like stories about other funny people. You know what I like is that um, we can throw stones because we... It's an old Halifax saying, if you live in a glass house, throw some stones, baby! Yeah, I know. What the hell do we know? And also, he's never going to hear this because it's in Halifax, right? So That's right. It's geo-blocked to him unless Mm -hmm. he knows how to get a VPN. Can he hack? 
He'd love hacking because you get to enter close to the same thing over and over and over again while you try to get it right. Well, I'm glad that I could actually help you guys out, if I could just say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, We're glad we could help you. Yeah, and you guys really helped me. I think maybe I'm going to talk to my father about how he treats me, and maybe I'll... Stay? No, I'm not You're going to stay? I'm not going to stay here. No, what? Oh, good oh, question. I, I misread no, the tone. The I'm sorry. Lorenzo? I'm sorry. No, I'm... Hey, don't talk to my son that way. <gasps> I just stood up for my birth son. You called me son for the first time. <gasps> I didn't call you my stepson's stepbrother, Lorenzo. <gasps> We're growing so much at the very last moment of this podcast episode one. I feel like Arnold Schwarzenegger in that movie... Um... Kindergarten Cop. Oh, I love that one. You know what my favorite part from that movie is? Oh, yeah. I know. It's when all the kids shout, it's a tumor. And then he shouts, it's not a tumor. I know what a tumor is. We got tumors all over the place in Halifax, where I'm from. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you guys could have me on this inaugural podcast of my, what is it called again? My, my gorgeous, gorgeous stepson. Stepsons. Now, my gorgeous stepson, stepbrother, step Lorenzo. He's... I really thought you'd move past that and I don't know call what him you the son. I thought you called him anyway, that's fine. I did call him son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, sure. <gasps> what? I know what we'll call the podcast. Yeah, what will you call my it? My gorgeous stepbrother my gorgeous stepson, stepbrother, Lorenzo. Or should I say my son? That's great, guys. Well, I'm really glad you guys could do that and thank you for having me. Wait I- before you go. What? What? There was we gotta do our trivia segment. Uh, okay, all right, all right. I just uh, gotta Russell, make. You have a trivia segment. That's cool. I just gotta hack my phone for a second. Oh, he's putting in the hack numbers. And now I'm gonna make an out of city call. Hello? What's up? It's Everardo! Oh Everardo? What's going, you... Russell? Oh, it's going great, Everardo. How are you? Good, good. How do you know Everardo? Yeah, I'm just, uh, you know, in uh, New York City, downtown. Are you really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if uh, Andy knows this, but I've, I have taken up a new job. I am a, uh, well, it is an acting job. I'm a, I'm a bit of a character actor. Yeah, this I got good. a job yeah. as a Times Square Elmo. That's cool. Do you hand out uh, flyers for unrelated things like uh, new movies and Broadway shows? Or do you just take photos as Elmo? So far, I've only been here for two days now. And so far, it's mostly photos. Yeah. Uh, well, trying to get photos. I have been uh, earlier today. I accidentally found myself in a screaming match oh, against no. a very stoic Guatemalan family. Okay. Okay. Who, uh, they were trying to take a photo of me, and without paying, and so I screamed at them until I was blue in the face. And it turns out they were just looking at their map, trying yeah. to find the M M&M and store. Nope. Feels like it might have been a mis- bit misleading to call it a screaming match when it's just you <laughs> screaming at a quiet family. Well, that is what my supervisor said. Sounds like you're having a real Flight of the Concords episode of a time down there. Everardo, this is Lorenzo. Did you get my letters? Oh, yes. I've been getting your letters, Lorenzo. Okay. Thank- I just wanted they've to been, know. Thank you. They've been finding me well. What okay, a, okay. You guys, you've been corresponding? That's nice. I just, I, I send him letters saying, bring Andy, let Andy come home. Yeah, and I've, I've been sending Lorenzo letters of the uh, renovations that I've been doing to Andy's room. Oh, yes. They're beautiful. You're doing beautiful. renovations? What, 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 what renovations are you doing to my room? Well, I just took down some of the, there's all these computers and wires and all this junk. Yeah. And I actually invited Marie Kondo over. Oh, cool. She... You had Marie Kondo over? <laughs> I invited. Uh, well, she told me she was Marie Kondo. I... Oh, okay. Now that I think about it, it might have just been... Uh... You don't have to finish Anyone. that sentence. Yeah, yeah okay. Ever, ever Someone where, else. Where did, you put my, where did you put my computers? Where did you put those? Like, I spent a long time setting those up. There's a lot of different... Like, it's, a, it's an intricate system, or it was. Where did you put them? Yeah, computer... don't worry. I put them all in uh, one garbage bag a curb mm. okay then i have it on the curb it's on the curb are you sure that the woman who told you she was mary kondo didn't just take that bag of computers and then thereby stealing a bunch of computers well there's a good there's a good chance that that's what happened uh because now that i think about it 
this woman was uh, not Asian at all. Oh, that's how you end that sentence in a nice way. Yeah, okay, great. And they, the, did those computers bring you joy? Yes, yes, they everything. Oh, you fucked up, Ev. Yeah, and that shows bullshit, man. Uh, that shows bullshit, doesn't well, it? He doesn't like it. I don't like it's, it. Holding something, it gives everything I touch brings me joy. I wrote a letter to Marie Kondo asking if I could cut off this ugly old dick. And throw it away because it brings me no joy. And she did has yet to respond. So, Everardo, uh, you, we have called for a very special purpose. And it's a purpose that you know well. It's for you to run one of your show-stopping trivia games or other. What have you got for us yes. today? Yes. Well, this is a, fan f- a new fan favorite segment. Because, um, Russell, I know you're a, a huge Bill Maher fan, aren't you? Oh, I go to war for Bill Maher. <laughs> so this is, you're familiar with the new rules, his uh, famous uh, jokes that he does new rules where he says. We warheads some don't new call rule. them jokes. We call them things he says that are not, uh, you can't laugh at them and he doesn't want you to either. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's certainly no laughing because they're serious. Okay. Uh, so this is kind of a riff on that with a bit of a Canadian spin. Oh. And well, I'll, I'll kind of talk about Canadian um, things that happen in the news. And I'll just kind of put a, a Bill Maher sort of spin on it. And it, this segment is called, Oh, Canada. <laughs> this sounds like we're not going to be hugely engaged in this segment, but that's okay. Because we get to hear a bit more of that charming voice. Everardo Ramirez, well, take it away. This is, you could give me any kind of feedback that you have on any of these. There's just three, three kind of uh, O Canada rules. Okay, maybe we'll just give a little, true, we'll, we'll vote true or false at the end of them. Okay. <laughs> so, um, okay. So imagine there's some sort of like a rudimentary hip hop beat in the background. The clock has been started, by the way. Gotcha. And, okay. So, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but um, Nelly Furtado. You know, Nelly Furtado. She yeah. was uh, found at a, a Whole Foods in Yorkville, and she forgot her uh, wallet. She couldn't pay because she forgot her wallet. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm thinking Nelly Furtado, more like Nelly Forgato. Oh, Canada. False. <laughs> I, I, I think it's what? true. I think it's true. Well, it's- so this, so wait a, a second. Is this a, thing more of a? Is it funny? Sort of. Is this a rule? Rules? Like, did you say it's Bill Maher's new rule? I, I don't know if I, think, I was only half listening. I think Everardo to was Everardo. playing fast and loose with the English language on this one. Yeah, and I respect that. One time, I went to a Mexican restaurant and ordered a frittata. Oh, I remember this. And it was called a Nelly frittata, and it was just a frittata with a bandaid on it. <laughs> With reference to the other Nelly. There was a lot going on in that one name. I got all of it, and I ate it, band-aid and all. Anyway, so that was the one, that was the one joke. Okay, let's really? get another new rule. Let's, 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 how about so aren't you one? supposed okay. to say new rule before you say it? That's the... Well, instead of new rule, mine's kind of an after thing, and it, I say, oh, Canada. Oh, like, oh I'm kind oh. of exasperated about it. I get it. Sorry, yeah, I missed that. Okay. This sure. does, it seems like one of those things where Dennis Leary used to do on MTV where he smokes a cigarette so hard, and then he tells you what he thinks <laughs> yeah. of Prince Charles. So here's the next one. So uh, Jim Carrey is uh, woke these days. Yeah, he's you woke. About, I don't know if you're about Jim Carrey's woke now. Yeah. I'm thinking... I liked him better when he was asleep. Oh, Canada. When yeah. he was a what? A so I don't know. Did that oh, one sleep. cut out? Did oh, you hear that one? No, we got it. I just didn't hear it. I thought you said a sweep. So I didn't get... I didn't sleep. understand. But a Jim sleep. Carrey a sleep. is well, maybe, maybe a That sweep. one's a little soft. Maybe this is an alternate uh, punch. Oh, now. good. An alt. Okay. Give us an alt. Give us 12 alts. Apatowdis. <laughs> so Jim Carrey's woke now. I don't know if you, I don't know, if you know about this. Jim Carrey's woke now. Yeah. I'm thinking, I wish I could have stayed woke for some of his later movies. Oh, that's his most better. recent movies. That's a little I better. like that one better. Yeah. This, this is my last uh, O Canada bit. Gimme. Which is, um, so uh, 500 Canadian doctors said that they would, they want to turn down a pay increase because they get paid so well already. Yeah. Uh-oh. I'm thinking, 
Hmm. They get paid so much already. Maybe being a doctor is not such a bad gig after all. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. All right, that was definitely... I like that one. You liked... What? You don't like that one? No. He stuck it to doctors. They deserve to be taken down a peg. Canadian doctors. Punch up, Andy. Punch up. Yeah, punch up. I I honestly don't get the joke. Is it like an anti-joke? That's an anti-joke, right? Is that an anti-joke or an uncle joke, Everardo? Honestly, I I, I really don't get it. I think it's just... Now that I... I think it's just interesting that maybe a doctor isn't a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. The I joke- got to be honest. I'm only half listening to Everardo right now. Just I can't. I, like, yeah, I, and yeah. he's got his head on his flight that he's got to catch. Yeah, I really got to go. I'm like, I, He's I was, coming back, Everardo. I, I, Everardo, I'm coming back to Toronto, and I want my room back the way it was. So you better unmarry condo it. All right. Bye, Everardo. All right, good hearing from you, Russell, and uh, hopefully see you soon. Have fun in the Big Apple. And Lorenzo, take it easy. Okay, get my computers uh, back. Bye. Some kids are looking at me horrified because I've been uh, just chain-smoking a jewel without my... Cut them off. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) This is gone. Kill that. (laughs) Well, that was... Some kids are looking at me. <laughs> That's it. Everyone might have just been attacked, but <laughs> we didn't have much more time. We got to let you go. You got to go to the airport. Thank you so much, Russell. It was great. This has been really fun. Um, and thanks, Lawrence. I hope you guys do an awesome show together. Thanks. I won't be listening to it because oh, I can't okay. because it's geo-blocked, but I'm sure it'll be wonderful. Well, to all those listening in the Halifax Regional Municipality, we hope you enjoyed yourself greatly. Uh, I've been Russell. This is my beautiful, gorgeous stepson, stepbrother, Lorenzo, a.k.a. my son. Oh. Any last words, Lorenzo? I love you. Oh, my God. Oh. I just realized I said any last words, Lorenzo, while I was pointing this gun at you, which is fuck. <laughs> I would have said the same thing either way. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Goodbye, everyone.